Hello, I'm Pamela Davis. Welcome to episode 60 of the Well Done Life podcast. Welcome back to episode 60 of the Well Done Life podcast. I'm your host, Pamela Davis. If you're new here, thank you so much for joining. If you have been here before, thank you for coming back. Yes, I am so excited. I like to always start it off by telling everyone what the Well Done Life is about. So if you've heard this before, you probably can recite it with me. But hey, like I said, it's all about retention and getting everybody on the same page. So we're going to keep saying it until we all know it. (laughs) Just kidding. But no, seriously, the Well Done Life podcast is about building community. This is a safe space for women to share their stories and learn and grow from each other because, I mean, that's what life is about, learning and growing from each other. So I love to uh, also, before we kind of get into this week's episode, I love to set the intention. So I want to start it off with some positivity. I want to make sure that I send prayers into the atmosphere for everyone because I know we need it. I just really know we need it. And I want you all to know that I am truly believing for each of you to live intentionally on all levels. I am also taking this time to remind you to please keep social distancing. Please keep wearing your mask and washing your hands. I know that those are becoming ingrained in us now and we know what's up. And I know that also the vaccines are here. And but so is COVID. So it's like, I feel like you just kind of have to have those fresh reminders out there just to let people know, hey, let's not take several steps forward to take 100 steps back, you know, by thinking that outside is open so fast and that we're all vaccined up and we can just go out here and do everything we want and act all willy nilly. That's really not the case. I think we just kind of need to calm down, be excited, but not too overly excited and be safe and considerate of each other. So I just want to make sure, like I said, I send prayers out to everybody that I am believing for each of you to live intentionally on all levels. I want you to be safe from COVID and take care of your health. But I'm also sending prayers out to everyone who is chasing their dreams. Because there's a lot of us out here chasing dreams. And I know that that looks different for each of us. But I'm realizing more and more, you know, no matter how different it is, we all are still going through some of the same challenges. So these are times where we have to kind of feed into each other through shared experiences and authenticity. And I kind of started doing that last week in um, my episode, Send Help, episode 59. And I'm going to link it in the show notes as well. But like I said, I've I've just been kind of um, on this journey myself where I'm being stretched and I'm afraid. So I have to make sure that, you know, I share what I'm going through because I'm believing that I may encourage one of you who is also in the journey as well to going beyond their comfort zone or to encourage someone who is on the fence about it that you're not alone. Because like it or not, we need you. You need this. And so, like I said, I am I am processing and struggling (laughs) That pretty much sums up where my week has been this past week. Literally, I am still processing, struggling. I've done a lot and I've definitely had some amazing project meetings and strategy sessions about it. It has just been so great. And I am just so blessed that God is sending the help that I asked for. Like I said, I just cannot refer you enough back to that episode because I know a lot of you are praying for your next level 
And I hope that some of the tips that I share in that will give you some guidance on how to recognize that help and how not to how not to mess it up <laughs> when that help comes because that's just unfortunately I, I know I can't be the only one who has that that negative connotation of fucking up help when it's coming to me. And excuse my language, but you know, sometimes I add a little colorful language in there to kind of reiterate my point. But anywho, I, I so I will keep referring you back to that. But like I said, you know, this has been a challenging week. I have been processing and struggling, but I'm here. And I feel like that's an accomplishment because, yes, this has been a challenging past week. Um, I have cried numerous times. I've also had to talk myself out of quitting numerous times. And I'm not worrying about talking about quitting a job. I'm talking about quitting it all. All I wanted this week was my second COVID shot, a suitcase, my passport, and a one-way trip to the Maldives because I thought, you know, hey, I could get really used to living here and it would be okay. But after I gave myself maybe like 60, 60 minutes to an hour to really process what that would look like and logistics, what I would have to go through to do that, I came back to reality because that's the grateful thing about that. You know, you can fantasize about something really quick, but then all of a sudden just snatch you back into reality. And the reality of it is I can't quit. And that even if I wanted to quit, I can't quit because this is something that I have been called to do. And also because there is not enough Benadryl that I could give my 74-year-old mother to kidnap her to be able to go to the Maldives. Like, it just would not happen. So (laughs) I just, like I said, I just kind of had to get back in the game. So I'm back in the game. And then I also remembered one key thing that a great philosopher, Beyonce Knowles Carter, suggested. A winner never quits on themselves. And I was like, you know what? That's right. Because I can't quit. I'm a win. I'm going to accomplish this. I have to keep believing in me. And then she always said, always stay gracious. Best revenge is your paper. And I need the paper if I plan on doing this. So, hey, those are great words to live by, in my humble opinion. And that reminded me of, hey, Pam, you need to focus. You need to get back in the game. Get this these things done. This is a time of growth. And time to set the intention and time to stay focused. So, hey, let's all get focused. And that wanted to make me instantly because I was like getting ready to prepare for the show this week. I said, "Ooh, it's number 60. And, you know, that number 60, even though it's it's, it's six is not my one of my favorite numbers. I was like, that's still a powerful number. So I said, of course, you know what I got to do? I got to dig through the research and set the intention of where I am because because this is a a pivotal time. So the number 60, and before I start, let me just also preface for the new folks here. You may not realize I am one of those sage burning, waist bead wearing, intentional stars, wonders, signs, intention. I am that person. So I truly do believe that there are messages sent to us all the time in numbers, in actions, in signs, in wonders. So we have to pay attention. So the number 60, as I was saying, is a powerful number. And the number 60 in general symbolizes love, nurturing, home, and family. But this is also a number of harmony, balance, idealism, and harmonious family relationships. People who resonate with the number 60 are concerned and responsible for the well-being of others 
ding, 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 especially their family members, ding, ding, ding. And they seriously take their responsibility and they take their responsibility seriously. Ding, 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 ding. So the angel number 60 is a message that it's time to focus on family and home, but also your inner well-being. And the angels, which are our ancestors who I talk about a lot as well, I they are letting us know that we are going to be financially taken care of. The new opportunities to improve our finances will soon start to appear. We just have to be patient and we have to stay attentive so that we don't miss them. This angel number is reminding you or reminding us that the universe is our provider and we need to release all of our fears and concerns about our financial situation and open ourselves to the abundance that we deserve because we have to trust that all of our needs will be provided by the divine and in a timely fashion. And like I said, with all my ding, ding, dings throughout as I was reading that, this really hit home for me because as I've mentioned in last week's episode, what I'm working on is stretching me and I'm, I'm afraid, I'm petrified. And it's not that I'm afraid that I won't succeed at it because I believe in myself. I believe in my skill set. I know that I can do anything that I set my mind to. I'm afraid that I will allow my fears to delay it. And because I don't know how many of you have felt that way, because again, you know, fears of responsibilities in life can definitely manifest themselves front and center in a place of a vision that you know in your heart that you can accomplish, but that back lingering fear, you allow it to take total control. And then your fear goes on the shelf. And for me, um, one of my greatest fears is, like I said, um, it's not that I won't succeed, is the prospect that I would let my family down, that they won't be protected as I pursue my dreams. And I don't know, like, I, I know I can't be the only one thinking about that and or have thought about that because we know that there's a lot of people who we are responsible for. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you're married because there are a lot of people taking care of their family and they don't have a husband behind them. They don't have a wife behind them. They're just doing what they need to do to take care of their family because that's what they are. They feel obligated to do because that's what they want to do. And like I said, my family, and I've said it numerous before, my family is first and foremost, I am the head of my household and there is no one behind me who can pick up the slack. So yes, I feel the pressure. And um, you you get concerned because you are trying to birth something that has great potential, but that could also rock the boat. And you have to think about that because it's not always about leaving a job. That's not it. A job is a job. Anybody can get a job. Anybody can work. I mean, most of us have have tangible skills. We can go out there and do that. But then there's also the aspect that when you are birthing a dream or a passion, you're building a part of your heart and your soul for the world to see. And you're raw and exposed. And you know what? It is super uncomfortable. I always think back to, as I was writing those show notes, I was thinking about First thing that popped in my mind was Erica Badu when she said, I'm an artist and I am sensitive about my shit. When I am building a brand, I this is my baby. This is a part of my heart, a part of my life, or part of me that I am putting out into the world for all the critiques and exposures. And it's not that I don't think it's a great solution, not that I don't think it won't work. It's just like now I'm open and again, vulnerable. 
So fear can have you come back and start thinking, oh, you're not good enough. This isn't the right solution. It kind of just makes you feel like you're not going to be able to succeed. And you're dealing with that while also realizing while you're out here pursuing your passions and doing what you need to do, you may not have the support that you thought you did because you may find that you're alone in your belief that this vision, this goal, this dream, this passion that you're building is the right thing to do. Because I hate to tell you, not everyone is going to understand or love what you're going to do. And, you know, that's not easy for a lot of us to deal with. So you have to be willing to move forward in spite of all of that, which is where many of us, including myself, full transparency, give up. And then, like I said earlier, the dream goes back on the shelf and you wind up kicking yourself later because you see someone else doing something that you wanted to do. And I say that because I don't really think people realize the magnitude of that. Because I hope you know that you're not the only person in the world working on something big. No, (laughs) there are a lot of people in the world. And once you set your energy and intention into the air, that dream, that passion, that dream or passion is going to come to pass. It may not be in the exact form that you thought it was going to be in, but some iteration of that magic once brought into the atmosphere will come true, even if it's not from you. You know, that's the power of our words, our thoughts, our intentions. That's our magic. And a lot of us don't realize, that's why I always have held true to what they say in the Bible, Power, the gift, the tongue is the power of life and death. There is life and death in the tongue, in your mouth, in your thoughts, in your words, because whatever you put out, whether you move forward with it or not, it will become truth in some form or fashion. Because again, that is your power, our magic. And we give it away so freely without realizing the power of it. And you have to recognize that and understand about your uh, your power, especially when you're creating something. And one of my favorite authors, Elizabeth Gilbert, uh, she wrote Eat, Pray, Love. If you've ever written that or read that book or seen the movie, um, she talks extensively, though, about this particular area of fear and creativity in her book, Big Magic, Creative Living Beyond Fear. And I want to put a link in the show notes. Um, it's an older book. I think it came out a few years ago because I, I read it, like I mentioned. I think I brought this up before a few episodes back early on. But I read this book maybe, I want to say, several years ago. Because, again, this is another great resource for anyone looking to dream or to bring a dream to life. Um, it's also good for anyone who's looking to add more mindfulness and passion into your life. And that's where I was when I read it. I, I needed more mindfulness and passion. And um, the book is great, but it talks very eloquently about how to address fear when you're on the journey to birthing your dream. And one of my favorite passages in the book is a message that she kind of releases to herself when dealing with fear. And in the book, she actually recommends that we kind of say this as we are embarking on new parts of the journey as we are creating and going forth. So here's the passage. There's plenty of room in this vehicle for all of us. So make yourself at home. But understand this. Creativity and I are the only ones who will be making any decisions along the way. I recognize and respect that you are a part of this family. And so I will never exclude you from our activities. 
but still your suggestions will never be followed. You're allowed to have a seat and you're allowed to have a voice, but you are not allowed to have a vote. So essentially what she's saying in that is she's letting fear know you can ride on the journey, but you have no voice in where this car is going. And isn't that so powerful to be able to speak to your fear in that way, to be able to acknowledge that is there and let it know, hey, I'm going to respect your place here because fear is always going to be a part of whatever you do. But when it comes down to it, as we are moving forward, as we're making decisions, as we are progressing, you have nothing to say. How many of us can actually speak over ourselves in that way. And could you imagine the power and things that you could accomplish if you could just harness your emotions that better, that you could harness your emotions like that to control fear, acknowledge it and move forward? I mean, fear has delayed so many of people's dreams, my dreams. I mean, I have been in a battle with my thoughts for so long. Even as a young child, I can think about that. And it wasn't like I wasn't raised in a supportive household. My father was super encouraging. My mother was super encouraging. They always knew that they wanted us to be strong and independent and vocal women and raised us as such. But then the insecurities of life creep in or the insecurities of others perspectives when they don't understand you or they just may not like you creep in. And when you're growing and developing as you move through life, you sometimes don't know how to put all of that stuff in its proper place. So you have to know how to really tap in to that aspect of yourself where you can try to get control and be super intentional. That's why it is even more important to be intentional because I know the power firsthand of negative self-talk. We all do. And fear can rob you of money, time, love, energy, and so many things. That's why you have to be able to speak to it. And that's why you have to be able to speak over yourself. And like I said, it's a daily process. It is a daily journey to abundance and happiness. But And you can't stop halfway. You just have to keep going and recognize that the gifts that you have, that you need, they're already inside of you. You just have to trust it. You have to trust yourself to know that you can accomplish anything that you put your mind to. So I I would definitely recommend, like I said, Big Magic as a book to read. And I know I'm kind of throwing out books to share and read with you because I think sometimes different perspectives on the subject can help you glean something that will spark inside of you. Like, wow, I always thought this and now someone else thinks this. I need to try this. That gives you that confidence and reassurance that maybe you're making the right decision because we're all on an intentional journey. And not everybody, everybody's, like I said, everybody's dream is different. So these tips apply and can be used across whatever your vision is. But essentially what all this is to say is that You need to make sure that you understand you are at this time in your life, this very transformative time, and that God and the universe will bring forth all the things that you need that you can trust in you to take this step. And it will it will rise to meet you because all you need to do is ask, believe and prepare to receive the blessings you got to prepare. So this is where all this is. All this is preparation 
to get there. But in the midst of that, just keep swimming. (laughs) And I'm sure you guys have heard that before from Finding Dory and Finding Nemo. Just keep swimming. Don't tap out until the race is won. Because that's why half of us don't have what we want right now. Because we tapped out. It wasn't that it wasn't meant for us to have it. It was because we decided to delay the journey because we were afraid of the blessing. We were afraid that we weren't enough. We were afraid that we weren't going to be able to sustain and make it. But the universe is obviously pointing signs that we're going to thrive. So we have to trust that we are going to thrive in uncertain situations if we take a chance on ourselves. And we have to keep going. We have to keep swimming. So I am hopeful that each of you will take that chance. Don't tap out until the race is won. Keep swimming and keep winning. So that's all I wanted to kind of talk about this week. I know it's kind of a shorter version of the pod, but I really kind of felt like this was something that would be helpful to everybody as we are struggling through. And I really hope that you guys will continue to find your peace in your journey. I also want to take this time to uh, talk about the loss of DMX, Earl Simmons. I know some of you may have heard of him and may not have heard of him, but I grew up on DMX. He was a major staple of my adulthood, early adulthood. Um, I loved his music. I'm a serious hip hop head, like I've said, and I just always found him to be a light in this world. He struggled with a lot of different things, but his music was very powerful. And he came from such a horrible, horrible situation and was able to build himself into so much. But one thing I will say for all of his struggles, that man could pray. That man was truly God's child. He had the ability to invoke God through prayer so easily. And he would pray it appeared at the drop of a hat. And God always seemed to to shine through him. So I hope that he is, his family, I send them peace and goodwill, but he will truly be missed. It is so wonderful to see people recognizing his impact um, and his music. He was a legend and legends never die. So I, I just, again, would recommend Um, especially I I find his music is great. Just like at any point in time, it's one of my favorite, always, always will be one of my favorites. So I just, I check it out, but I definitely wanted to make sure I said that and give all praise and prayers and reverence to him as one of my favorites. And then, like I said, I, I hope for each of you stay in the fight, stay encouraged I'm sending good prayers and juju to you. I'll have all of the links that I mentioned in this episode in the show notes, as well as my social information. Please don't hesitate to reach out to me at thewelldonelife at gmail.com or at the Well Done Life podcast on Instagram, or you can reach out to me at Pamela L. Davis on Instagram, or I am Pamela L. Davis on Twitter. I would love to hear from you and continue to talk to you guys. Don't forget to like, share, and review this episode. And I will be back next week. Like I said, I'm still struggling, but I'm pushing through. And I promise, guys, you know, this is a part of that wellness journey. Because when you're birthing your dreams, it reminds you to, it reminds you to get focused on all the parts of your life. So I definitely would love your feedback on the content that you've been hearing. 
hearing. And I just pray that this week coming up that you do something that helps you on the journey, that you know that you are set up to win and that great things will continue to happen for you. I am believing for you all. Have a great rest of the weekend and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.